Welcome to the Impact Double Podcast. I'm joined by Denisa Grosner. She is an ophthalmic technician and we'll be speaking about glaucoma, inflammation, risk factors, and how exercise may assist in managing glaucoma. There were some audio technical difficulties with this particular episode, so please bear with us and I apologize for those. Welcome, Denisa, and please tell us a little bit about yourself. Well, I am Denisa, aka Dasha. You're going to hear Kurt refer to me a lot. I'm a certified ophthalmic technician. I work with Dr. Grosner, glaucoma specialist here. So I'm a glaucoma technician, basically. I live, eat, sleep, and breathe glaucoma. All right, glaucoma is, first of all, glaucoma is the, the leading cause of irreversible blindness in the world. Right, that's that's my opening statement. So I want everybody to keep that in the head. It's the leading cause of irreversible blindness worldwide. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it is the disease of the optic nerve. That's the nerve in the eye. And when this nerve, this nerve gets damaged by elevated pressure. And you will hear from glaucoma and people talking about glaucoma. Oh, I got pressure in my eye. I've got pressure in the eye. I've got pressure in the eye. Now, when you have this elevated pressure in the eye. And we don't treat that, the nerve gets damaged. And that can lead to losses of peripheral vision, loss of actual vision leading to blindness. We're serious. So you'd have heard me mention eye pressure. Like, what is eye pressure? You know, you always hear my pressure, hey, my pressure good. If you know anyone with glaucoma, Mm -hmm. they would say, I have to get a pressure check. These are things you'll be hearing about the face. Okay, so eye pressure is caused by a buildup of fluid in the eye. And the eye is filled with fluid that provides nourishment and gives it its lovely round shape. So, you know, we're perfect little globe. There's fluid in there doing that. And we're not talking about the tears or crying or if your eyes are watering. This is a different internal system that's happening. And as fast as the eye produces this fluid, it drains it away. And if this fluid does not drain away as fast as it's produced, then we start to get a buildup in the eye. So let's explain it thinking of your kitchen sink. When you turn on your pipe in your kitchen sink, water comes out from the pipe. Kurt, don't laugh. Water comes from the <laughs> pipe. It goes into the sink and then right down the drain. So it's a constant flow. Water from the pipe into the sink, down the drain. Now, you know, if your kitchen sink has a clog, the water is coming from the pipe into the sink, but it's not going down the drain. And we're just right. going to have a buildup of that water in the sink mm-hmm. because the faucet is not going off. It's a continuous thing. That is what happens in glaucoma. Uh-huh. That's what's going on okay. in the eye. So, so that pressure builds up. Um, and we are aware that there are different types. So are there different um, reasons why this pressure can, be, can, can build up? Yes, you could say that there's some risk factors, but not. we don't really know like what causes glaucoma per se and what causes the drainage system to malfunction. We can just say that we mm-hmm. know the risk factors and we start to go from there. Okay, okay. All right, so, so what, what are the different types of glaucoma that, that, um, that exists? There are a lot. <laughs> there are about four or five. <laughs> but I will say... Uh-huh. <laughs> I want to touch on all four on everything in depth, but the most common one you see or hear about is primary open angle glaucoma or POAG. 
that's what most people have but i will say all glaucomas are affected by pressure and so we can just go with you know what glaucoma is um there's also angle closure glaucoma there is congenital glaucoma children get glaucoma mm -hmm. that dr grovner has done already for the year has done a glaucoma surgery on a two-month-old baby and a two-year-old toddler so yeah Yes, it's not an old person's disease. Yes, you have it. And usually for children, how you realize it is the mother, the parent, or a father, the parent will realize that the eyes are really large, you know, watering a lot, maybe painful. You might be touching the eye. Um, the eye protrudes a bit past the forehead. Like you will know, you notice that, right? This eye, you look at this eye and it's like, mm -mm, this eye ain't right. Mm -hmm. So yes, children get it as well. So how would you go about diagnosing it? Usually, mainly your eye pressure, mm -hmm. um, a visual field assessment. You would have heard me talk before about peripheral vision and loss of peripheral vision when I first started. So right. the visual field assessment tests that. Normally, there, because there are no warning, initial warning signs of glaucoma. That's why it's called the silent thief of sight. So unless mm -hmm. you're doing your preventative care and getting your eyes checked, you would not know immediately that you have glaucoma. When you realize oh, that okay. things are wrong, usually that there's some damage done. And most people realize that with vision loss. So when we think about our periphery, you see where my hands are, this vision at the side here that we don't really think about that much, but it's there. And when your nerve, when the nerve at the back of the eye gets damaged and it starts to affect the peripheral vision, instead of being able to see out here, it will come in closer here. And by the time it gets here, you realize, I'm walking into things, I'm hitting things, I didn't see that, I, I didn't see that, I didn't know. And by that time, you realize something is wrong and it's, you've had serious vision, visual field loss. Another oh. reason that we need to keep on top of, yeah, on top of that. So you really have to make sure that you are paying attention to what's going on on an everyday basis, you know, just, yeah, just listen and to the body and watch changes. Just watch what's going on and really get your eyes checked, definitely. Mm -hmm. um, we can talk a bit about the, who's at risk. Say that again, please. Sir, can you hear me? I said we can start to talk about the, who is at risk. Right. We can't talk about that. Who is? But I, 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 I want a question uh, before we get there, um, because usually there is an age that you usually start to get certain checks. You know, your prostate exam, um, mammograms, etc. What was a good time for you to start okay. getting your pressure checked? Oh, sorry, I was just reading something in the comments. Sorry, um, for us in Barbados, age. Actually, we should be getting our checks, just regular eye care exams, but we stay from 40 because we can stay here in Barbados from 40 because we had the Barbados I studied in the 80s and the 90s. Yay! Still holding firm today that <laughs> a lot of that our population, and they tested if our population 40 and over, and they were the ones most afflicted with glaucoma. 
So we'll say from mm. age 40. From age 40. Okay. And um, so you spoke about you spoke about that, which kind of leads into the risk. Um, so, so who, according to all the data, is more at risk for coming down with glaucoma? Who's more at risk? All right. Your family history now. This is where the family history comes in. If you're, you have a mother, your father, or siblings with glaucoma, you're at the highest, one of the highest risk. That immediate family. Mother, father, sibling. Okay, if so the immediate family. Grandparents that have had, yeah, if you had grandparents, aunts, uncles, cousins, you should still be tested because glaucoma is in the family. You are at risk. Mm -hmm. Okay, so Race as long as it's immediate to you, or just yes, beyond immediate, you're definitely at risk. Definitely yes. at risk. Okay. So if it is if it is that my grand one of my grandparents had glaucoma, but it turns out that you, you know my dad had it, the risk is still the same. Okay, okay, all right, go ahead. Once it's, in the, <laughs> once it's in the family, you are at risk. You should be getting checked. Mm -hmm. So you will hear me all say right. that a lot. You should be getting your eyes checked. You should be getting mm -hmm. your eyes checked. Right? Yeah. Race also plays a big factor as well. Mm -hmm. Lovely melanin skin, sun kissed by God, flat don't crack, all of the above. We, out of all the races, we are the ones more susceptible to, to glaucoma. My LA. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, really, actually, what you're telling me then is that just because of our race, <laughs> we should be ensuring that we are getting our checks most definitely. That's right. Family history or no family history, what? we got to make sure that we're getting what? our checks. <laughs> well, once you're of Afro descent, you're at a higher risk. Yes. Oh, wow. Okay. So are, are there any other um, signs that we should pay attention to in terms of the risk factors? You see, that's the thing. There are no initial signs and symptoms. Right? <laughs> you can just... Mm. <laughs> there's, not, there, it, there's nothing. By the time you realize things are wrong, damage has been done. You know, we only have one nerve in the eye. One nerve. Only one nerve. And we have to protect that at all costs. One nerve, she's on so red. So one, one nerve. <laughs> that really, that really puts it in perspective, though. Right, and glaucoma is irreversible. So once the damage is done, that's it. Yeah, notice that you said the word so irreversible probably about four to six times, um, and and yeah, that's very important word to log on to. Yeah, T, she and really made me sit back there, Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> So, so we spoke about then how, how we, we recognize that it is coming on. We spoke about the family history. We, talk, we spoke about the risk factors. Um, let me talk about the, the and we also talk about spoke about um, diagnosing. Let me talk about management. So, you have been diagnosed. I just got mm -hmm. a few more risk factors. <laughs> I just got mm -hmm. a few more risk factors. Oh, okay, okay, um, come true, come true. Men, yeah. men. Men, 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 my black kings. I am talking to you, my black kings now. Men are more at risk. Well, 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 well. Okay, okay. 
Yes, again, 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 the Barbados Ice Studies showed us that glaucoma was more prevalent in men than women. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I yep. suppose, right, that it's time that um, the scales were even, though, because <laughs> in most other conditions, women are more susceptible than mm-hmm. men. So I suppose, you know, we got to try to even the scales somewhere somehow. Yeah, right? Yes. Right. And I see in the clinic as well, you know, the men are the ones that are losing their vision. The men, you know, we're heading hard to 40 now. And you don't want to be sitting down in your doctor's office because you haven't been getting regular eye checks and you've now realized that something is wrong, like significantly wrong. And your doctor tells you, oh, well, you don't have adequate vision to drive. Mm, mm, mm. At 40, well, 42, that's in six years. <laughs> so, yes, yeah. this is, yes. And I well, work with this every day, and I can tell you that, you know, this is. <laughs> no, say this for the good news. news. <laughs> is that we do have. Also, if you are short-sighted, if you are short-sighted like me, you are also at risk for glaucoma. Okay. Okay. So, wow. I never knew there were so many, um, so many risk factors to glaucoma. Well, there's, there's so many things, so many risk factors. One that I really wanted to touch on as well is trauma, trauma to the eye. Because we are Caribbean people, we have grown up playing cricket with our cousins, our siblings, skylarking with your friend, with your siblings and cousins, you know, harsting around, playing around. And you get an unlucky blow by a cricket ball or a rock or a pillow. Any kind of trauma like that to the eye, even in childhood, can make you at risk for glaucoma in later life. If you've been in a serious Lots. accident and you get, mm. yeah, if you've been in a serious accident and you got hit in your eye, like the airbag came up and really hit you in the eye, you are at risk. If you, if you know you're in the kitchen, stay larking with your cousins, you know those long wooden spoons, those long, sorry, long metal spoons that your grandmother used to have, and <laughs> you just get a little blow because you're just flicking around, probably playing, like if you're sword fighting, I don't know if people do this, but. I've heard of someone that got hit in the eye with the long metal spoon. All of these slight things that we don't think about in later life, we, we are susceptible to glaucoma. So if you've been hit by a cricket ball or basketball, yes, please get your eyes checked. So <laughs> you know, I hit for heat again for a test. <laughs> you can start all now. Okay. When you okay. Visit, well, you, uh, you, wear, you wear glasses, so you should have an eye care professional. All right, and mm-hmm. they will be they should be checking for your eye pressure. So right, yes, right, right. Even from now, yes, guys, and that does happen. From now. And I know you have a thing with NCDs. Hashtag mm-hmm. us against NCDs. Facts. I'm talking to the diabetic. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So, so. <laughs> the people that need to hear this, <laughs> um, 
Lil Churn, Lil Churn. <laughs> By the way, I just want everybody to know that the person who said this is a teacher. Lil Churn is doing here. <laughs> I'm a teacher of little children, of little children. <laughs> of little children. <laughs> so, so here we are. Here we are now. <laughs> now you're just crack, cracking up. Now you just has me cracking up now. So I'm talking out to get STDs, talking about diabetics. So, you know, sometimes one of the diseases that happens, and we're just going to bear off of glaucoma a little bit. Mm-hmm. In diabetics, they may have diabetic retinopathy. That's where vessels come on the, back, um, on the retina, which is near the optic nerve. Optic nerve. And they will be at susceptible for secondary glaucoma called neovascular glaucoma, where new blood vessels keep forming all the time. So diabetics can be at risk for glaucoma, yes. But they should be getting their eyes checked every year anyhow. So, mm-hmm. as long as they're keeping up with that, they should be fine. Okay, okay. It's another okay. little. Yeah. So now well, that I've finished my risk factors now. <laughs> so we're going to touch on a little bit, but management now. Yeah, yes. Mark, because I mean, this is, this is the learning experience for me. I did not know there were so many risk factors, especially just because I am black and I am a man that I am, you know. And white predisposed. This, 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 this beautiful melanin that has this frozen in time ageless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. All right. So treatment. The good news is, if you diagnose it early, you can control it. Even though it's irrever- irreversible, we can control it. And the aim of treatment is really for it to be for the rest of your lifetime. So if you're mm-hmm. sitting down in your doctor's office right now and they tell you that, well, sir, we think it's glaucoma and we're going to start you on management, this management is to last you for the rest of your life. There's no shortcuts, no shortcomings. For the rest of your life, we want to preserve your vision for the rest of your right. life. Right. So you go and get your diagnosis and you hear you have glaucoma. And so the initial treatment is usually eye drops. Mm-hmm. You put these eye drops and they lower the eye pressure. Another initial treatment for persons maybe who don't want to put in eye drops, there's a certain type of laser called selective laser triplasty, aka SLT, that you can use to help lower this. But we're not, we're just going to say SLT, right? <laughs> there's laser, or you can use eye drops. Um, <laughs> So when you get diagnosed, these are the two options that your eye care professional will give to you, eye drops or SLT. Now, if you're taking eye drops for a while or you've done the SLT and a couple months pass and you, your eye care professional realizes, all right, your pressure is not where I want it to be, you know, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not liking what I'm seeing, then they're going to suggest surgical treatment. Okay. So even with the surgical intervention, is it still irreversible? Yes, still irreversible. What you lose, you can't Mm. get back. Everything is to preserve what Mm. you have have left. 
which is why that initial early diagnosis is good. Because mm-hmm. as long as you're diagnosed early, everything gets contained. Right. Okay. And you, you be able right? to maintain life so, off of the surgical table. Sorry? And then you'll be able to avoid out. the surgical table. Um, I was just saying, if you get that early, that early detection, you might be able to avoid that surgical table. Yes, yeah. you might. You never know. You may end up there. But surgery doesn't have to be as daunting. as It, it sounds heavy, but it's not as heavy as you think, especially if you act early. Everything right. here is about early detection, early diagnosis, moving early. Really trusting your eye care professional, you know? Mm-hmm. That's very, very, very important. Very important. And there are about, she would do, and it, glaucoma is a very individual thing, yeah? So if I get diagnosed with glaucoma, what might work for my eye might not work for yours. Everything here is an individual right. treatment plan. So first, they would do you on different eye drops, suggest the SLP. Surgical management is the last result. We're not just putting you under the knife. Mm-hmm. But remember, we have one nurse, one nurse per eye. And if that goes, that means our vision goes. So we've got to preserve that one nerve at all costs. At all costs. What, 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 what is that thing there? Maybe the people <laughs> in the industry tell me, um, Amir's, Amir's every day is be advertising this product. <laughs> I cannot remember what name. No, every single day. No crazy. I'm this thing. I was going to so, get there. I was getting there without calling names. I had a sweet little speech talking about, and I still give him my sweet little speech. We're going to pretend you that you didn't yeah. say any names whatsoever. Okay, <laughs> so okay. Mm-hmm. Have heard on TV or on the radio <laughs> that are proclaiming to have mental treatments. For Arginine. Arginine. <laughs> All right. Well, I'll touch Arginine next. <laughs> I'll touch Arginine next. Oh, wow. Everybody's with the Arginine. I think Dr. Grofner may mm-hmm. have to have to say something in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we have, Dr. Grofner. We, we have Dr. Grofner in the chat as well. Glaucoma specialist. <laughs> so maybe you could, maybe you could touch on... Maybe you could touch on the arginine dawn, please. Right, so we've been hearing some ads on TV, maybe on the radio, about these miracle treatments, miracle supplements, miracle eye drops, miracle everything. Mm-hmm. I'll just say, you know, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably isn't true. I, you know, if it sounds... <laughs> Right. If it sounds, if it sounds so much like, yeah, this is it. This is gonna be the cure. Don't do it. Instead, mm-hmm. discuss with your eye care professional first. In fact, before you take any kind of supplement or anything, discuss it with either your GP or your eye care professional. <laughs> but we, yeah, absolutely. we recommend. <laughs> We recommend, though, that you listen to your eye care professional and not the radio or television professional mm-hmm. in terms of treating glaucoma. 
I, 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 I stand by that statement. In fact, Lucinda says, the original, like, this cure everything except property. If you would really listen to how they speak on the radio. Yeah. <laughs> but I would endorse that point. You know? Definitely, definitely speak to a healthcare professional before you, you do anything else because at the end of the day, they've put you on specific treatment plans for a specific reason for your individual benefit. And yeah. unfortunately, some of these some of these miracle things that you take not only may not work, but they may very well interact with some of the treatment plans that you are already on, rendering yourself much worse off than you were before. Guys, just, just, don't, just listen to your healthcare professional. And we're not saying that because there are vitamins for the eye and stuff. We're not saying you can't take your eye vitamins and stuff. They won't help with the glaucoma. But, you know, mm. <laughs> it's fine if you want to take your eye I vitamins and stuff, but we we do not recommend running to these places for these things. Mm -hmm. Right? So okay. let's not. That's not my optician is great. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs> I'm ignoring the things right now. <laughs> All right. Another thing, now that, now that we've touched on, about the ads and stuff. Yeah, all right, Queen. I'm getting there, Queen. I'm getting there. So, Queen is asking for so about some more natural herbs. She's asking for friends. I'm assuming that we're talking about cannabis, marijuana, the Mary Jane. The Mary Jane. Pardon? The Mary Jane, yeah. Don't do it, guys. Just say no. So. Mm -mm -mm. Right. So there've been a lot of, um, you hear a lot of talk about marijuana and glaucoma. Um, there's been a lot of studies with about cannabis and glaucoma. So what they've realized is that, again, ignoring Lucinda, <laughs> what they've realized <laughs> is that a small, one of the small components in cannabis can lower the eye pressure for two hours at a time. Now, glaucoma is a 24-7 disease. So if you are, if you've decided that you're taking cannabis for glaucoma, this is only working in a two-hour span for a 24-7 disease. So you will have to be smoking or ingesting it, drinking it, however you're getting it in for every two hours on two hours. And what about all, and then there are all the other stuff that could be harmful and detrimental to yourself. So the glaucoma specialist here says, no, we're not even acknowledging Queen. The glaucoma specialist here says, I will let Queen to go in the corner and say, no. <laughs> Put the hands in the ear and just watch the screen. <laughs> we got asked, Melanie, what's the, what is the punishment for little children? Because, yeah. All right. So the glaucoma specialist here says, don't do it. Not for glaucoma. The American Academy of Ophthalmology says, don't do it. Not for glaucoma. Mm -hmm. The Canadian mm -hmm. Ophthalmo Ophthalmology Society, don't do it. Not for glaucoma. The European Ophthalmology Society says, do not do it for glaucoma. Is a no, guys. Sorry. So everybody from Palestine to Europe said, do not do it. Not for glaucoma. All right, all yeah. right. Good. So that's pretty comprehensive information to answer your question, Mr. Dalrymple. 
Um, I also want yeah. to touch on, we've got about three minutes here, Bakara. So I just want to touch on the yeah. assistance of exercise and nutrition as it relates to prevention and or management. Because I know you always got a heart back to exercise and nutrition. Right. Some yeah. 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 Guys, Kurt getting really run about now. He stand up, he sit back, but he's going to run about now. So, so, exercise is known to start visual fuel loss and lower IOP in sorry, lower eye pressure. <laughs> in mild glaucoma. Three mm-hmm. to four times a week of aerobic exercise for 45 minutes has been known to stop your visual field loss and lower IOP in mild glaucoma. And it's advised, you know, anything that's good for the heart and the brain will be good for the eye. Anything that's good for the body is good for the eye. The eye is part of the body. So if you have a healthy body, you're going to have a, a better chance with your eyes. Nice, nice. But that's, that's really good information to hear. So when you speak about aerobic exercise, <laughs> you're talking about light jogging, light walking, you know, yeah. anything that, that helps you again, your cardiovascular system yeah. better. Skeletal right, system so. moving. Yep. Saying, <laughs> don't give me that ammo. But the information is it's clear. You know, exercise generally helps with everything. And of course, um, we also aim um, to prevent um, NCDs as well, which, which helps. You know, to yeah. prevent you the know, diabetes. I, I, you said that. When I, when I realized that exercise and fitness was this good, I was like, her is just going to take this and run and run and run. I apologize to all the GFS athletes in our But I know I got another excuse now. It's my if you're a black man. The main. We are race, man. We got a crank. <laughs> So, in terms of um, exercise, um, I noticed that you harped on the aerobic aspect of exercise, but what about the, the weight training? Are there any risk factors or anything um, um, involved with weight training? Well, we wouldn't want people with, how should I put it, not with glaucoma, lifting, training, you know, like deciding, oh, yeah, I go in and bench press 300 pounds, you know, with glaucoma, where you're like, oh. You know, mm-hmm. you don't really want that, but strength training is fine. You know, if you have glaucoma and you're a yogi, whereas yoga is good, but what they try to tell you is to kind of shy away from inversions. So if I'm doing headstands for long periods of time or going into handstands for long periods of time, because that being upside down, that elevates the eye pressure. But that's only if you're right. doing these things for a long periods of time. You know, serious yogis can be in a headstand for 20 minutes. We'd rather you not be in a headstand for 20 right, minutes, right, maybe right. two. Right? Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay, okay. Well, that's very good information. Yeah. That's very good information. But so... exercise on the whole is good. Mm-hmm. Okay, good, good, good. Excellent. Anything related to nutrition specifically? Uh, no Bayesian peachy. You can still do your yoga. You can definitely still do your yoga. We're just asking you not to do inversions for 20 minutes. Good. All right. right. So anything about um, nutrition as it relates to the management? Um, 
say I just eat a balanced diet. Mm-hmm. And that's that's all it really boils down to. All it really boils down to is eating a balanced diet. Yeah. Okay, great. Super fantastic. Well, guys, um, I know that we have. We said we were going to come off at exactly 7.45 or below. Right now, it is 7.42 in Barbados and Eastern Caribbean. And um, I'm really glad that you were able to share this information. Um, despite the challenges from, from Flo slash Digicel. Um, but oh, even with that, that... We fixed that. <laughs> we fixed that. Yeah, um, man. Does anybody have any other questions before we wrap up quickly? Mm-hmm. So, so well, any person may add any questions or comments into the, the comment section. Um, I just want to give you tremendous thanks for coming through and sharing this information with us because it's been a good, good, uh, as Beja Pichi says, thank you, very informative. It's been a good learning experience. Uh, we know now that we definitely have to pay attention um, to, to certain signs, ensuring that your peripheral vision remains as is. So if you notice any difference in the peripheral vision, you know that that's a sign, something to get checked. As you hit for here, especially the men, I know we're stubborn, but we go going to get yourself checked out. Don't make the sport with this thing. Because as Dan said, it is irreversible. That's it. Um, once that vision loss, once that vision loss is there, can't get it back. But we'll right, so be touching check. a bit on things like that in the week. Sorry? I was just going to say, sorry, that I had a question for you in the, in the message box. The question is, after 40, okay. should checks be yearly? Um, it depends. Usually your eye care professional will tell you when to come back. I, I see my eye care professional every two years. That's more of an individual thing. Some people might want to see them yearly. Some people might want to see them biannually. That is something that they will have to discuss with their eye care professional. But as long as you're oh, getting in your chest, like every year, every two years, that's that's a good sign. That's it, done, right? The average time every two years. But everything is very individual. All right, good, good. So I just want to say thank you again very much for coming in and sharing this information. If you need any more information about glaucoma, please check out the handle Barbados Glaucoma Week. It will be Glaucoma Week yes. World Glaucoma Week from March the seventh, and you will. Typically, get a slew of information coming out again about glaucoma, how you can prevent, how you can manage. Yes, please. So definitely check out that handle, and um, we can ensure that we have more information coming in. So thank you very much. Again, thanks you guys for being in the comment section and keeping the comment section a certain way. Nice and lively. Nice and lit. 